all the good things. We got all the good things. You are never beyond repair, ever. That taking time to rediscover you and reinvent yourself can change your entire life. And it was so simple, but so profound, just because a lot of times people who are homeless don't feel seen. Do you drink LaCroix? <laughs> LaCroix? La <laughs> Do you drink LaCroix? Because you are worthy. Don't get so caught up making a living that you forget to make a life. Lee said that losing his job gave him a springboard to turn bad into bountiful. And they just say it so eloquently. We're like, even if you're homeless, you are deserving of dignity. Melissa Cubed! Hello friends, happy quarantine and welcome back to All The Good Things Podcast. We are a podcast full of good stories. All we do is tell good stories, positive content only. Woo! Happy Monday! I'm Esme. I'm Melissa. <laughs> and we are here as your host to tell you some stories. But before we do, Melissa, what's a good thing happening in your life? Thanks for asking, Esme. A wonderful thing that's happening in my life is I've had the chance to hang out with Oliver, my husband, more often, and we've been doing these things called runs. That's a good thing. Are you sure? <laughs> it can be debatable sometimes, but right now it's been a really awesome thing because he's taught me how to run more, and I'm actually super proud of myself because I'm the person who runs like a 15-minute mile <laughs> and has to stop like four times during the mile and I officially did like a 5k and ran the whole time Get I only it, did girl. once but it was a big accomplishment for me in my running goals and just so people have some more background Ollie's actually super athletically fit because he used to play professional soccer yep so his resting heart rate is probably nice and low and he's got a lot of that endurance that Melissa <laughs> has been working for so good job he's got time to talk at me and like encourage me the entire time i'm like how are you breathing <laughs> <laughs> that's how other people feel when they take our yoga I know, classes I know. I, the shoes on the other <laughs> foot now <laughs> what about you esme my good thing is that we've been designing some future apparel for all the good things and it's been a really Woo fun, like, creative outlet for me to kind of just step back into the world of graphic design, which I used to do back in the day in college. <laughs> Not ever. Back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> I was never particularly skilled at it, but I'm definitely more decent than the average human. So it's been a fun. She's good. She's being modest <laughs> again. She's <good. laughs> It's been a fun creative outlet, and also it means that we're coming up with some really cute merch designs for you, and they're going to come wink, out wink. soon, and they're going to be fantastic, and stuff that you're going to want to wear and add to your comfy wardrobe. Yeah, we're super excited. I think you guys are going to love these designs and these quotes that we've come up with. Most of them are quotes from episodes that we've already produced and put out there. So, yep. if you, if you want to know the full story of the quote, throw it back. We'll put it in our story, little hints. Maybe we'll do a competition. Should we do a giveaway, Esme? <gasps> we should do a giveaway. Oh my gosh. Brilliant. We should be like, Brilliant spot this idea. quote in our episode. And you win a Find shirt. which episode. <laughs> Screenshot the episode that this quote is from. Oh, good enter. ideas. Good ideas. <gasps> really? Oh, I love that. That's actually really smart forces people to go listen to our old episodes. <laughs> I feel bad for hey, those who already listened. we know you've got the time. 
All right, I think it's time to dive into some of our good stories. But before we do, quick last shout out. We now have an awesome, awesome website called www.allthegoodthingspodcast.com. It's beautiful. Finally. It has our mission statement. All these fun widgets. You can even put in your own good story in a form on the page and it'll automatically email us yes share those stories with us lots of lots of good things to do on there all right melissa ready to take us away i got you girl i'm ready buckled in strapped in ready to go seatbelts always wear your seatbelts practice safety everybody seatbelts are a good thing exactly but stay at home (laughs) uh for my story this week I'm super excited to talk about it because it's something that I feel a lot of us may relate to and not always have the courage to do. So this story is, I title it, Making Amends. And it's about Lee Kravitz. He's a middle-aged man, a workaholic, self-proclaimed workaholic. He's the editor-in-chief for Parade Magazine. And quite frankly, he said he's burned a lot of bridges in his life and definitely let relationships fall because he's been so focused. I definitely heard Lenny Kravitz. And then you started describing all of his credentials and history. And I was like, wait, that's not Lenny Kravitz. I was like, oh, it's not Lenny. It's Lee. (laughs) That's who I was thinking of when I first heard the story. I was like, Lenny Kravitz? Like, this doesn't look like Lenny Kravitz because the picture is some... We'll post the picture on Instagram, but the picture is some like older white guy. Looks kind of Jewish, actually. (laughs) To clarify, the story is about Lee Kravitz, not Lenny Kravitz. So back to Lee Kravitz, the self-proclaimed workaholic. I'll give you examples of how much he devotes his time to work. He doesn't even go to his son's baseball games. He misses out on family vacations. He lets his wife do a lot of the child rearing and handles all the responsibilities, really. And he admits to all that. He knows that he's definitely put them on the back burner in place of being an editor-in-chief, which I'm sure calls for a lot, you know. I'm sure that's a job that requires a lot of time and your schedule's just packed, always. But suddenly, his busy life ended when Kravitz got fired. Oh. So he lost his job. Suddenly, his world was flipped upside down. He ha- He was faced with all the mistakes and the relationships he neglected, and suddenly he felt disconnected. His friendships weren't as strong as they used to be. He realized that he used work as a way to fill a void of facing the real problems that were in his life. So instead of going to look for a job right away, Lee realized he didn't like the person he had become. Staring in the mirror, he was like, this is not who I am. This is not what I used to be. So he decided to take this year for himself to go right the wrongs that he's done, to literally pay old debts, fix broken relationships, and spend time doing what actually makes his heart happy. Which, yay, Lee, power to you for doing that. Crush it, Lee. (laughs) And during this time, he even wrote a book, he is an editor after all, called Unfinished Business. And in this book, he documents 10 of his journeys throughout that year that he did literally from the right to wrongs that he fulfilled, his old promises that he went back and made good, literal and emotional things that he took time to do. That's a fantastic book title. 
unfinished business, right? I'm so I'm so intrigued to read that. It sounds really intriguing. One excerpt from it that I really love is about his journey where he quite literally owed a debt to his longtime friend from when they were back in college and he owed a debt of $600. Okay, that doesn't seem like much, right? But for Lee, that continued to just get bigger in his mind. That 600 went to 600,000 into like 6 million in his mind. It just weighed that heavily on him. And in turn, because he felt so guilty, he kind of let that friendship with his friend fall apart, even though they had gone through an amazing travel experience together that they should talk about forever. They had been traveling through India and Pakistan, and they retraced the route of Alexander the Great. Ooh, that's pretty cool. That's that's something super cool, but instead of keeping his friendship alive with his friend that he traveled all the way across Asia with, he let that 600 that he owed stop him from continuing to be a friend. And they just drifted apart. So in one of his journeys on this year that he took, he paid back in full the amount to his friend and mailed it to him and said, this is from what I owe you. And lo and behold, his friend didn't even remember that he loaned him $600. It was not in his mind at all. But it ended up being really nice because his friend gave the $600 to his son so that his son could go travel and have an experience like they did in his college years. Oh my gosh. Isn't that sweet? That's amazing. So that's just one example. Um, But in this year, Lee traveled everywhere from a refugee camp in Kenya to a monastery in California, continuing to right his wrongs and fulfill old promises. And by the end of it, he realized that he had come out a better person and that even if you're so far gone in your work or so far gone where people think you are beyond repair, that taking time to rediscover you and reinvent yourself can change your entire life. You are never beyond repair. Yes, exactly. Ever. Lee said that losing his job gave him a springboard to turn bad into bountiful. And he repaired things with his wife and his three kids. He no longer takes them for granted and spends time going to their games. A quote that jumped out from Lee's book that really spoke to me said that he learned along the way that the things we let slip are exactly those that have the power to transform, enrich, enlarge, and complete us. Much vinyasa, Lee. Good job. And might I add, this man is highly educated. He grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. He attended Yale and Columbia universities. He's an award-winning journalist. Oh, damn. Okay. So I'm sure taking that knock to being fired definitely was a hit to like the ego for a brief moment but the fact that you took time to discover you beyond the title of what you once were in this world made you so much stronger it gave you a life experience beyond measure and now you have the credentials again to go get yourself another job but hopefully you maintain that love for your family and friends this time I think it's so real, too, to what people are experiencing now with COVID-19, where they are losing their job completely unexpectedly. And a lot of times when you have the qualifications and you had the outstanding performance, it's just the circumstance of your industry and the circumstance of the world. And you could let that get you down. You can be upset and sad about that. That's absolutely okay. 
But you can also choose to look at it as an opportunity to learn and grow within yourself. And you can do both. Like when we lost our jobs, I was super sad and then angry and in denial or whatever, whatever order the five stages of grief. All the stages of grief. <laughs> I definitely went through them all. But now I have this like amazing space and I'm in a, in a happy place in my heart and I'm home with family where I can just dive into learning opportunities left and right. And I'm super stoked about it. And I also love the story so much because it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes of all time, which is, don't get so caught up making a living that you forget to make a life. Oh, I love that quote. And he totally did it. He totally crushed it. Yeah. Granted, if you get fired now, you can't go traveling across the world. But true, (laughs) you can do other things. You can write a book about it. You can go traveling inside. The most important, impactful, and dangerous journeys is the ones that we go in inside ourselves. That is a throwback Ooh. to another episode. Ooh. And you can go find <laughs> it and tell us what number it is because I don't know off the top of my head. It was about um, Mauro Morandi, who lived in the island. Yes, of there's your hand. Mm-hmm. It's a good story. It's a beautiful story. I hope go Lee's story it. inspires any of you who may be in the same position right now to honor yourself and take time to feel all the emotions, but to also not give up on yourself because you are worthy. P.S. I just remembered the episode for Mauro Morandi. It is episode 13 to be one. If you have not listened to it yet, yes, give it a listen. And before we hop into Esme's story, I just want to shout out again, Lee, I praise you for the dignity that you had to follow your dreams and not let your ego get in the way of stopping you from taking time for yourself. It, it takes more courage yes. to do things for yourself. It does. It does. Oh, I love it. And I'm super, super excited to share my story too because it highlights the courage not just of doing things for yourself, but really of thinking beyond yourself and doing things for others, which is incredibly important during all all times, but especially right now when our awareness is being drawn towards the impact that we have around other people. And my story is about an organization called Love Beyond Walls. And their slogan is really cool. It's a movement of doers. Ooh, I like it. Right? Well done, whoever came up with that slogan. And they are based in Atlanta, Georgia. And just before I dive into the specific story I want to share about them, I think their mission statement is really, really impactful. So I want to share it with you all right here, right now. Our vision is to provide dignity to the homeless and poor by providing a voice, visibility, shelter, community, and grooming and support services to achieve self-sufficiency. Nice. Teaching them to be independent. Yes. So they are a nonprofit organization that specifically works to serve the homeless population in Atlanta, Georgia. And I looked it up. There are a shockingly high number of homeless people in the United States. Do you have any guesses as to the number? Oh, my God. You hate this game. Are we in the hundred thousands? <laughs> yes. We are in the hundred thousands. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I'm going to go with 300,000. Higher. (gasps) 500,000? A little higher. 550,000? 
Yeah, it's around like 567,000 the last time they did a collective consensus, but obviously that might be way higher now with the amount of people losing their jobs and just the state of the world. That's insane. Just over half a million people are homeless in the United States. Love Beyond Walls recognizes how immensely high this number is. And beyond that, they really want everyone to understand that health and hygiene is a fundamental, basic human right. And as long as there is a person who is living, breathing, walking, and talking, and being alive, they deserve dignity and respect regardless of if they live within four walls and a ceiling or not. And so during COVID-19, they have this really cool program called Love Sinks In, and their goal is to build portable hand washing stations across the U.S. in very highly trafficked homeless populations within different communities, which is freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. It's a brilliant idea. So there will be a bunch in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Honestly, I don't know if there's any in Los Angeles yet, but they definitely should be on their list right away. And they really just believe that everyone deserves to stay healthy. And they want everyone to understand that social distancing does not mean social disregard. So even though we're not out and about as much as we are, it doesn't mean that we need to scale back our impact or forget about things that are happening outside of our homes. Mm -hmm. Which I think is really, really well written too. Honestly, like whoever's on their marketing team, great job. (laughs) I know, these are really eloquent sentences. Very eloquent work. And it's really amazing because on their website they have different ways that you can help. So you can donate, you can request a sink. So we should definitely go on online and request a sink for Los Angeles. Absolutely. You can build your own sink. (laughs) You can build your own. So they provide PDFs and how-tos so that you could just take it into your own hands. Or you can share their story, which is what we're doing. Aww. Love Beyond Walls, Love Sinks In Project. They had a really well put together video that I watched and the guy speaking said it so clearly, like we are all out here fighting over toilet paper and complaining about being stuck inside when there are over half a million people in this country who would give anything just to have a safe home and a bed or a pillow to lay down on at night. So it really puts into perspective how this call to stay inside and to social distance and to be quarantined really is not the end of the world. It is not that I actually heard a really great thing that they're doing right now during COVID is there's a law passed where they're putting all homeless people in hotels right now so that they're in shelter. And this way they're also able to social distance from each other. That's awesome. Was that in Los Angeles? Mm -hmm. It's been across the US. Hey, good stuff. I love that. But for all of the homeless people who can't get into a hotel, this organization is providing mobile hand washing sinks. And they've got a lot of really fantastic support. One person who's helping in particular is a rapper named Lecrae. 
and he just kind of stepped up to help be a huge advocate for them, was out there building the sinks with them and promoting it and supporting it financially. So so good job, Lecrae. Nice, Lecrae. Do you drink LaCroix? <laughs> LaCroix? <laughs> Do you drink LaCroix? Oh my God. It's LaCroix. I totally messed that up. <laughs> and they are based in Atlanta, Georgia, but they've partnered with a lot of different organizations around the U.S. to bring these mobile hand-washing stations into many different cities. So they've definitely achieved... Dozens of hand-washing stations in Atlanta, Birmingham, Austin, Columbus, San Bernardino, New Orleans, Baltimore, New York City, and they do not have any plans on stopping anytime soon. Sweet! This is a gutsy initiative. I like it. Gutsy. And it requires a lot of maintenance. Like, they have to go sanitize and clean these things three times a day, and they replace the whole unit every other day. And the last thing I want to share is one thing that somebody said to this organization as they were installing their sinks. And this guy came up and he talked to the volunteer and just said, thank you for seeing. And that was it. And it was so simple, but so profound, just because a lot of times people who are homeless don't feel seen. And that thank you reminded me of a homeless sign I saw once in San Francisco when I was walking on the corner with my mom. And this person was just sitting on the ground with a cardboard sign. And instead of saying homeless, please give food or God bless, it just asked a question. And the question was, have you ever felt invisible? Mm -hmm. And I saw it and was like, Oh my gosh, because so often when we see homeless people, we just don't even acknowledge them as existing. It's just easier for us to pretend that they're not there because then we don't feel guilty about not giving them the change that we have in our pocket or not stopping to talk to them. And I really admired my mom because she went and talked to this person and asked them what their name was, asked them what kind of food they liked and what they would like to order from In-N-Out and then We went and grabbed them in and out. Mm, That's so sweet. So yeah, good job, mom. Good job. Love beyond walls. Shout out, Melissa. Not me, but Esme's mom, Melissa. Double trouble. Double trouble. I've got two awesome Melissas in my life. I'm so lucky. (laughs) Melissa squared. Melissa squared. Power team Melissa. What's up? We only need to find a third one. We need to find a third Melissa. Then then we're coming for you. We're going to be crazy <laughs> Melissa awesome. Cubed. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I like that. That's such a great story, Esme. And you're so right about how we tend to neglect and just look past because we don't want to face how we feel about it when we see someone just sitting on the street or we tend to view our problems as super big, but in perspective when that person said, oh, all I really want is a pillow to sleep on. It just shows you how much we take for granted in our life or that we overlook or that we bypass simply just by not choosing to acknowledge other people's presence in our lives. I love it too because there's a fundamental like yoga belief within their mission where everybody is worthy of love. 
And they just say it so eloquently. We're like, even if you're homeless, you are deserving of dignity. And our job is to give you the tools, not to just like provide you aid and pity, but to give you tools that you need to become self-sufficient because you can do that. You know, it's just treating them like they're human because there isn't a them, there isn't a they. There's no I'm your mine. It's all we. It's all we. we. (laughs) I love it. Teaching them skills and tools that they can apply in the real world so that they can maintain being self-sufficient is also stellar. Thank you so much for listening to our good stories today. We are so grateful to have you as an audience. And we hope that you continue to share good things with the people in your life. So if you know someone who could use a little pick-me-up, please share our podcast. And also please help us get more discovered by liking us, rating us, subscribing us, or even giving us a drum roll comment. Woo! Or share your story with us on our website at www. Did I do an extra W? No, you did three. www.allthegoodthingspodcast.com. Or follow us on Instagram at allthegoodthingspodcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Bye. All the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss to remind us all that life is a gift. And because we truly care, all the good things we share.